Hello, welcome everyone to Nerd on the Podcast. Oh my. Was well, it that? Was oh. it, I saw this. No, I saw he was just this. doing this. He we was just like, doing jazz hands. <laughs> he was just doing jazz <laughs> hands. Start, everybody. That's how we do it. We're back, yeah, baby. So we're Tom, it it's not a real podcast if Tom doesn't mess up something. If That's the true. Technology, whatever. Yeah. But anyways, welcome everyone to Nerd on the Podcast You Didn't Need But Deserve, where all levels of nerd are welcome. <laughs> uh, let's introduce you the, watch the video to know what just yeah. happened. <laughs> I was like, what, what was it? I was so scared. I was so scared, everyone. It's been a while. Uh, it out. Let's Trish introduce it out. the host. Uh, I'm Tom. I'm, I'm Josh. Corey. Josh, so you're good. always last if you're not opening. That's Do you remember the rules? <laughs> it's true. There are It's rules. been a long time. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Am I the um, only one fucking around here? <laughs> what does he say? Am <laughs> I the only one Look around up. here that uh, gives a shit about the rules? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so out of you know, out of all the <laughs> the things we've done this episode uh, so far, uh, what we want to talk about is in the pantheon, the zeitgeist, in the plethora of all the things in the world. There's so many things to watch, consume, engage with, uh, retweet, TikTok, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, today we we're talking about the things. That we keep coming back to for some reason. Um, you know, the the title of the episode is Things We Go Back to for the Hundredth Time. Maybe a little bit of an exaggeration, but you know what we're talking about. You have done it yourself. You see that there's a new movie coming up, but you're like, ah, I'll come back to this. You see, there's a brand new $70 game that's probably garbage from a AAA studio that's half baked. You're like, ah, I'm gonna come back to this game. Small indie studios, Tom. Yeah, some 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 something no. like that. You you know what we're talking about, and, and they don't have to be small things. They could be great, big, huge things like yeah, Jurassic Park or no. The Star I just meant all those you know AAA student the joke. Oh, yeah. you know Blizzard, a small indie company. Oh yeah, small ones. They, uh, they haven't figured out. Where's the coast? Uh, of small indie company. <laughs> um, get it. They'll but, get it eventually. <laughs> uh, before we jump into it, because it is going to be a little free form, and we're all going to just going to throw out topics out there and talk about them. Uh, we want to do something that we've been continuing doing as we've come back. And that's to dedicate this episode. Uh, we always want to take a moment to uh, honor the listeners, all of you wonderful, beautiful, nerdy people who keep our lights going on, uh, who keep our communities alive and our Discord and show up for our streams and make us feel like, you know, our podcast is here for y'all. And it's lovely. Of course, we would love to talk about these things, but who would we be without someone to talk about it with? Uh, and so this episode is dedicated to you. Black Diablo Mamba. Mamba. You, you get, get our nerd on. Yeah. Uh, so, with that being said... Uh, and it was said. Corey, Josh, what are some of the things that you keep coming back to? You. For the hundredth time, baby. There we go. <laughs> and the episode. You know the drill. As always. No, just kidding. <laughs> always you, Tom. <laughs> Josh, what you got? Oh... Uh, uh, you know, I'm going to do a deep cut for myself, a, a game yeah. that I can always like, I know that if I play it, it's just going to be like a nice, it's like a, you know, those nostalgia hits that you're like, yeah, get it right in my veins. I love it. Oh yeah. Even if you've played it a hundred times, beat it, whatever. Final Fantasy seven. Mm. I can go like it, it was for, I had a switch for a hot second and, um, that was on there. And I played that on there. I've played it probably in every iteration when I had my Switch. It was wow. released on uh, PS4. Um, I, I played that like to completion. Like, um, but I mean, that was a game that I put, you know, back in the day. It's, it's a little bit more regular nowadays to be like, oh yeah, I put 
80 to 100 to 200 to even like hundreds, thousands of hours into a game. Like back then, it's like I put like probably a couple of hundred hours easy into Final Fantasy VII. Like because I, I remember wanting to complete it, like get all the material, get all the bosses, all the blah, blah, blah. And like easily hundreds mm-hmm. of hours of grinding and whatnot. And it's, I just think, I mean, it was a special place in my, t- in the, in my time of life. Um, hanging but out you still my- can, you still can go back. I mean, you've, you, you know, it was, I mean, that was our first episode, right? I was, Didn't you talk about it? Yeah. 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 That was your, your tree uh, of nerddom. So it, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely something that, that seems like it's not, it doesn't wear on you the more you play it, which is no, I mean, there are some times that I'm like, okay, I just don't want to grind right now. I just don't want yeah, to, sure. you sure, know, sure. it's like, but I'm like, give me the fluffy stuff. I want to watch like, it's, it's a, it's a world like specifically the final fantasy seven world is like something that I, I, I really enjoy when I see a new like, oh, Sephiroth is in this game or like these kinds of things where you're like, oh, like, look at it. There, it's, it's a thing. That, it's, so it's just, I, it, as an actor, as a voice actor. Yeah, I'm 70 you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, as an actor, as a voice actor, I would love to be in any game related to it. It would just be like a one of those full circle moments that you're just like, this is happening. I remember when my friend said, hey, my stepdad got this game for our PlayStation. Do you want to play it with me? I've been watching him play. Do you want to play it with me? And just like all the music is like still in my head and just like still some of that music just slaps. And you looked at him, you're like, this is my game now. This is mine. <laughs> I know that I got it. Like, I, I think it was around my birthday and I was like, I, I want this game. Can I want this game? And it was just, it was a... But like it wasn't even a two-player game, but we made it a two-player game where it's like, okay. Yeah, you figure it out, man. Yeah, you figure it out. Yeah. It's like, okay, I died. It's your turn. Or like to the yeah. next boss, the next save point. Or like, thing. you know, okay, this battle is yours. This yeah. battle is mine. Yeah. So uh, was, Tom? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Josh. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, Tom. Um, honestly, Final if it's something seven, like, because I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very big on like, I don't want to rewatch things. I don't want to redo things. I'd rather just, you know, try to get new experiences as much as I can. So this uh, actual like topic is pretty antithetical to me, but something that I, you know, I, I fall victim to is I do come back to some things like this for like pure joy and enjoyment of it. Uh, it's probably Ed and Eddie. Uh, uh, okay. Not going to lie. It, it's weird. Like, you know, I love anime and, you know, I, ha- you know, love Ghibli stuff you know I, ha- I have such a uh, appreciation for G- Gany Tartakovsky and you know Craig McCracken and John McIntyre and you know Avatar but like Ed and Eddie you know this like very scribbly you would think it's kind of like a quote-unquote not pleasant looking art direction um, to the animation but it's something that I, it just reminds me and makes me feel of like being a kid during the summer like the entire premise of the first few seasons uh, during like I would call like almost like its original run because there's a moment in all the Cartoon Network shows where they're all like, oh, we went from like four like I don't know it's weird they went like from like 240 to like 480 or something like that or uh, like like I don't know where all their animations became like digital and it became yeah. very sharp um, and all their colors became very like like saturated. Um, but I would say like during its quote unquote original run, uh, it was all about them in the summer and uh, them in the goofing off. Deck making dumb things in the cul-de-sac. Uh, and I realized there is a lot of that similar DNA that like, 
you know, Disney Channel original movies where they would make weird contraptions, quote unquote, work. And, you know, now that I've worked in, you know, television for some time now, I see like, oh, this is a gag. And like Nickelodeon's very big on that, where like, here's like a vacuum cleaner combined with this. Now it's a ghost capture device. You're like, oh, that's sure. what they used to do all the time. Uh, like kit bash things together. Um, and, you know, Ed and Eddie was like, to me, like, the the beginning of that as well as like it ends and begins there at the same place and it's just crazy and weird and funny and all the expressions on there but like the music is so like not of its time uh it just kind of transports you in a place and i i really enjoy ed and eddie for that like i try to consume as much as i can of it where like oh there's games let me try to play it these games are garbage uh but like the show itself like to me always stands alone like Whenever I'm on a, you know, watching random YouTube, I'll see like someone's like, oh, here's the entire playlist of the episodes. Like, I want to watch those again. Like, uh, I, I will just enjoy that being in that place and hearing those things. Like, it's very Pavlovian, very like maternal child womb feely. Nostalgia. Like, oh. Yeah, nostalgia. You know, like, there's no better, better word for it. But like, yeah, it's just, it brings you to that place. And uh, I, I can't help but just like come back to it. And especially like in a sea of like, I, I'll go like, months and months and months and months just like watching movies right now like at the time of this recording i'm at like 75 movies i've watched this year like complete like I, i've been just watching and listing all of my letterbox it's 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 effort for sure and so like i i try to break i'm like all right let me go fucking watch something so i put on like ed and eddie i'm like all right like something i'm 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 not having to like absorb new information with mm-hmm. Corey. Knights of the it's, Old Republic <laughs> coming at you live. It finally has a place. Uh, no. <sighs> it's for real though this time, which is nice. Knights of the Old Republic is one of those games that <clears throat> I I meme a lot about on here, but it's because it's one of those games for that for a reason. Um, <laughs> for a reason, it's 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 comforting to to kind of a mix of both of y'all's points. Where it's like I think Dustin and I got it at the same time. We we did this thing where we set up. Two live two TVs in my living room. That's like wild. I brought, uh, I I think he brought his little TV the first time, and I had a little TV I brought to his house to like finish it. We played it side by side, making different choices and all that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, you know, um, and to Tom's point, it's just like I get that Russian nostalgia, like hearing the voice actors, hearing the music, and it, it it's one of those games too where there's so many different options that every time I play through it, it feels a little different if I want it to be or I could be like, you know what? I really liked making this choice in this quest. Or, you know what? I really liked trying to go get this lightsaber color. Or, you know, what if I try killing this guy this time? <laughs> like, it, it just, it's one of those gifts that keeps on giving kind of games. Um, it's also, I think, one of the first games that I paid attention to, like, writing in it. Where I was like, holy shit, they're like building something. They're building something incredible it's here. It's not just a video game. Yeah. Like, like it, yeah. It, it was such a, uh, it, it, it was like, it did a really good job of capturing that like soap opera, space opera feeling of the original Star Wars, but you were at the helm. Um, and I don't think that's ever really left me. And so when I play it again, like sometimes I don't even, you know, I won't even finish it all the way to the end. But I'll 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 put in like 20, 30 hours just for fun and just see what happens, you know. Um yeah, man. It's 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 just I'm I'm crushed that the remake was 
uh, stopped. Uh, I still haven't recovered from that fully. Um, <laughs> we're still I'm, we're still consoling you. I'm still it's, working through the yeah. trauma of that. Yeah, of wanting a remake for 20 years, and they're going, "You got it." Sick. You know what Sick. needs to happen is Square Enix needs to buy it because nothing stops Square Enix from doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's my first choice. It's it's a it's a little warm blanket that I can just sit in my own world and kind of live in. Josh. Well, I mean, it's uh, I'll say one like uh, I'll say things that were return tos in the past. Harold and Kumar uh, mm. was a movie that uh, at a time in my life, um, I'll be real. I haven't watched it since we did the episode um, a few years ago. Wow. Years. Um, and I at the same point where it's just like I can watch that movie. And I remember the feeling of just like, it's just, it just, it's dumb. The humor is just dumb. And I, it's one of those movies that kind of like the, the big Lebowski that it would probably, it would be on my list as well. But I'm just thinking about that where it's just like my brain might answer some situation with a quote from it where I'm just like, no, we've gone too far. Like just things like, (laughs) I just, I, 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 yeah, there did. I don't know. I, I think about that and I I'm realizing uh, when we were getting into this episode, I'm realizing that like, whoa, what do I return to? Because we are living in an age of consumption in terms of like media. There's so much to watch. There's so much to play. Too much. And too much. oftentimes there are things that I'm like, I know that that's a favorite. Like The Big Lebowski, I haven't probably watched it since we did the episode of it, but it is one that I can I can go back to. That surprises me. Yeah, I can go back to it. Um, it, the, these are things that like if I saw it like I don't channel surf anymore so yeah. <laughs> it's like if, it, if if channel surfing were still a thing and I was like oh let's see what's on oh big uh, oh Harold and Kumar I'll watch that like it's like a click oh oh yeah mm-hmm. I remember this and it's like oh, you can pick it up anytime like anytime insanely quotable yeah insanely quotable the there's like so many phrases oh gosh Neil Patrick Harris uh there's just so <laughs> That developed that, and uh, I, I think, Tom, you made a, a pre-list on here, so I'm not going to steal it, but I'm just going to say that and How I Met Your Mother gave uh, Neil Patrick Harris love in my life that I just, I, I love Neil Patrick Harris no matter what he does. So I can hey, return hey, to Neil Patrick Harris for the hundredth time in anything. Hey, hold on to that one because I may not use it. Uh, I'll, the one I'm going to use, it's interesting you say um, there, we're in an age of consumption and there's so much stuff. I was going to throw the Would factoid. Would it be better to say consuming? Consumption, isn't that a thing? Like, isn't that like consumption a Consumption was what they called tuberc- yeah. tuberculosis back yeah. in the day because it would yeah. consume you from within. Yeah. Uh, if you watch any period piece, like, um, she died of consumption. It's like, yeah. is that like consuming I'm, to I'm me? I'm going to stick to it. We're living in an age of consumption where you just, have to, <laughs> you're just consuming media. You just like, there's yeah. just so much. The, the cynicism consumes. Uh, but what I was going to say was, the, the, I was going to throw the factoid and it might have changed and grown from the point that when I absorbed the knowledge, but I remember at some point, uh, Markiplier made a, co- a comment saying like 800,000 hours worth of content is uploaded to YouTube every day. Mm-hmm. And it's like 800,000 hours every day and it just nonstop, right? You think about that. Um, and so for me, something that I come back to all the goddamn time, no matter how I get it, no matter how I get, and this is like kind of breaking it because it's not like full on, but it's like, I'm going to get 
my DBZ, my Dragon Ball Z clips from somewhere. And I mean clips. I mean, like, I'm going to type in Gohan versus Cell. Super Vegeta versus Imperfect Cell. Or uh, Goku versus the twins in uh, Universal Power Arc. Like, all this stuff. Like, I'll find ways to, like, recapture Dragon Ball Z. Because if you watch Dragon Ball Z, like, through and through, good for you. Second of all, I don't got that much time. Third of all, I'm just looking for the shit that, like, oh, I need this part. I need, like, these things that I remember clearly in my head. Like, let me rewatch the history of Trunks. And you're like, oh, shit. And, like, I've sent Corey one where it was, like, Android 17 versus Piccolo. But some guy dubs it over in a TikTok. And it's, like, funny as shit because it's, like, having watching someone else's experience of it mm-hmm. and their commentary of it is funny because it you are feeling like you're watching someone's for the first time experience of it. And it kind of reignites your feeling of it. But, like, Dragon Ball Z, man, like, I don't know which two ways to say it other than, like, what a interesting, fascinating show to get introduced to as you're, like, maturing into, like, juvenile teenagerhood and realizing, like, oh, life is hard. You know, shonen animes are all about, you know, progress through adversity and, you know, believing in yourself, even if no one believes in you and pushing yourself to the absolute limit. But then combining mm-hmm. that with like the American dub of the Dragon Ball Z theme, which is an ele- which is electric guitar. And then <laughs> you have like movies that are on Toonami. So like you didn't have this weight that the same Japanese audience had where they're like, here's this arc. Wait a couple of months. It was just like episode after episode after episode after episode and nonstop. And there was blood. And so you're watching cartoons already, but now there's fighting and muscles and blood. And you're like, oh my God, like this is like real, real, real shit now. Uh, you know, it's like the shack me, which like I sleep on real shit. And it's like, you see this, like, okay, I'm here for this. Um, and also they were like kids getting in the fights too, right? There was Gohan and Trunks. And like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. the kids can actually fight. We're like, we're not just dumb kids. Uh, and you're like, I want to be, I want to grow up to be like this person or that person. And uh, I, I just think uh, so much of, I mean, Corey gave me a, a play mat that has a Dragon Ball Z character. I have a poster of a Dragon Ball Z thing. Like I still have it so deep in my system today. Like I listen to specific excerpts while I go exercise and work out because those are moments where like, not like rah, 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 but it was just like, oh, remember that feeling of like invincibility you had when you were watching that. It's like, that's that's the stuff. And mm. you know, all the gym mm-hmm. rats will probably agree and know what I'm saying. But Corey? Um, yeah, I mean, much to, to Josh's point, I have my usual suspects that I kind of want to stay away from because I could talk them. I've talked them to death on this podcast. Um, literally right behind me. Uh, so I kind of want to take a, a, a detour down some other things I can, because there's, I'm the one person in my family who can watch movies more than like twice. Mm. Uh, in fact, I most movies I like, I'll watch over and over and over again. Um, but the first one that comes to mind is Dumb and Dumber. Mm. It is a comfort blanket, 100%. Uh, I used to know every single word in the movie uh, line by line from memory without it playing. And that's how often I watched it as a kid. I like fell in love with Jim Carrey. I think this was probably around like fifth and sixth grade. I watched it so many times that I could recite it from start to finish without it playing. Um, it's so well done. And I, I have to accredit, you know, a movie that like as a kid I thought was funny 
And now as a 34 year old, I still think watching it today is really funny. Like I just watched it probably like two months ago. Uh, the fact that, you know, and I watched, I read it somewhere and if someone can find it and post it in our discord, that would be fantastic. Cause I want to find it again, that Jim Carrey was involved in the casting process of the movie and to find Harry who eventually went to Jeff Daniels and he was like, saw Jeff Daniels audition and was like that that's gotta be Harry. And essentially it was because he didn't play it as, Oh, look at me. I'm playing a dumb guy. He just played it as a guy who happened to be really dumb. And uh, I think the honesty that they gave their characters in that is what kind of makes it timeless. It's not these like, it's, it's like, it is blue lowbrow humor but there's a naivety and an honesty that the people playing the characters really believe that these people are sweet people, <laughs> you know, that you don't get in a lot of those kind of, it's why Dumb and Dumber 2 and when Harry met Lloyd and stuff like that, like those, you know, the, the, the movies like the, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, n- uh, n- not another teen movie because that one's, that one's good, but that, that ilk, like a lot of those don't stand it's the test of time because they're in on the joke. The people mm-hmm. who are playing those jokes are in on the joke, um, but it's not the case here. Like they're 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 genuinely the best of friends. <laughs> they even when they hate each other, uh, you know, you shot my friend, you bastard! Right after he sh- told them to shoot, okay, shoot him. Um, yeah, it's it's such a fun movie, and I I find little moments I love more every time I watch it too which is 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 fun with those kind of films that you go back to those comfort movies because you are you've seen it so many times that you start paying attention to the little 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 things uh but yeah dumb and dumb and dumber is is up there it's it's uh i think dumb and dumber tom i know i said it in the last one is in my top 10 films of all time as far as comedies go i think it makes the cut okay huh? that's it that's my second one josh um. So I'm looking at uh, the what I wanted to pull from is something that has been incredibly important in my life, and that's music. And mm. yeah, because uh, uh, I realize like my my the the facet of my life has when I think of experiences in my life of maybe periods of trauma or whatever, the things that got me through were like video games, movies. And music was always like there. Um, oftentimes I turn to classic rock. I think that there's... Uh, Scorpion! I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the bands I could have named, I don't know why I named Scorpion. Well, I mean, I think of like things like Elton John. Uh, sure. El- Elton That's John. Classic rock. Uh, Billy Joel. Um, uh, Boston. Uh, Billy Joel is so fucking good. It's so unreal. fucking good. Billy Joel and Elton John. I think when I was a kid, like I had this weird upbringing where I was, I grew up on records. My yeah, dad weird. loved to buy records, and it is. I mean, it's Bonnie funny. thought it was weird when we first started dating. She was like, "How do you know the lyrics?" Who's laughing to this? now? Vinyls outselling CDs. I know. <laughs> I cried when Bonnie got me a record player a couple of years ago for Christmas. Like I was just like to hear that. Yeah, it has character and, and whatnot, but it's just like there's a certain feel to it. But it's just, you know, music, I think I turned to classic rock, disco, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I love music. 
And they're like, even meditation music, like I just, I, when I'm feeling like really like, uh, I turn to music, um, to keep me calm or whatever. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. It could be a slippery slope talking about music, Uh, musical theater. Is there, is there, (laughs) I guess, you know, cause I guess because that is a slippery slope and I'm for the specificity, is there like. Can you name like two albums maybe that you know you could put on and like listen to front front to back? Like one of the first times I ever came to hang out at your house, you put on ELO. Yeah. I mean And thing, I was so excited. Well, I mean the the thing the thing about there's like this bullshit thing where sometimes people will be like, "Oh, a greatest hits album doesn't count as an album." It does. In my opinion, like sometimes with an artist you can be like I wore out my Beatles one CD. Thank you very much. <laughs> the, the, I mean, you, you bring it up, but like an ELO, uh, greatest hits. I'm going to flip that bet, that bitch back and forth, like yeah. constantly. Um, yeah. oh, I mean, to name a specific, uh, album, Elton John's Yellow Brick Road. I mean, <sighs> uh, that album is just, it's still one of those. I, I had a couple by Yellow Brick Road. Yeah. Um, I really want to, one of the, not as known songs, but I've seen that movie too. Just, I love that song so much. And I wanted to do a cover of it. And a friend of mine was trying to help me do the chords. And it's just, it's a really interesting song. Uh, but uh, that whole album is just so good. Do yourself a favor and go listen to it on your Apple Music or whatever it is. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, Elton John. He's, he's preaching right now. Josh yeah. is preaching. Pre- preaching. Uh, it's so good. It's lit. Just back to front, <laughs> just up and down. Just, I mean, Elton John just is, I realized, um, yeah, that's a slippery slope. Next. It is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll join in on that. I kind of, I'll, I'll do two at once and they're kind of short. Um, one of them, because Corey had done a game and, and Josh had done a game. Uh, it's, a, it's a newer game and it's a new game that like, I think it's interesting because how recently I've come back to it so many times has been uh, golf with friends. Um, I, I, me and Ian play it so much, not because like we love it, but because like we'll be, it'll be late at night. We'll have nothing to do. We're completely burnt. Don't want to play a long game. Don't want to play a game where we're having to like, all right, flank over here, blah, blah, like all this shit. Yeah, like it's, yeah, like, sometimes yeah. it's just too much. You don't want like, to do just, like a raid mechanic where you're like, hey, yeah. hey, I've got the thing. You just need to, you just need to like chill the fuck Mindless. out. And <laughs> I'll, I'll, I, I've come back to that game so many times. And uh, it's just like, you point your mouse, you click. You point your mouse, you click. <laughs> and it's golf. It's golf in really dumb places, right? And you're like, but it's it, so I mean, it's basically relaxing. like it's, it's basically like putt-putt, right? Yeah, yeah. My cousin it, it, was like, "You need to get this one. It's so much fun." And, it's very fun, and and our Discord audience have been like, "Oh, we should all play together." I'm like, "Oh shit, I want to try to find some time we can play." So maybe my next stream, I'll like be like, "Hey, let's all play golf with friends." Uh, and uh, the 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 next second one that I'll do real quick is uh to to a music facet. Uh, oh. I think you know it's really funny. It's like it's hybrid it's theory. Kind of, it's not. It's not Lincoln Park. Well, the one I'm going to mention again for the Corey Corey, as you said. We could do all the ones that we talk about all the time. Yeah, yeah. Even though I have no, a no. hybrid theory tattoo, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's Switchfoot. Yeah. Oh, beautiful yeah. that sound. I oh, think about shit. this like, man, I have come back to that album so many times in my life. Like, I remember listening to it in my uh, 10th grade Mrs. Bassoni's class. 
uh, English honors English class and like finding out that they're like like a a, a, relig- a religious band. And I was like, what? They're they're Jesus. And uh, finding that out, I was like, that's crazy. I was like, oh, that makes sense. And then it didn't change anything for me. But like every time I would like wanted to drive somewhere for a long period of time, I would listen to it. When I went through tough times in my life, I wanted to listen. When I wanted to like kind of just like be out in the sun and just kind of like bask in like the vitamin D rays out there. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm listening to some Switchfoot and like always put me in like a better mood or sometimes just kind of just there to hold me a little bit. But like, I also think like I, I started listening to that a lot when I was actually like skateboarding too. So like it, it just brings that back. Wait, and so like, I'm I come sorry. Back We've been doing this show for almost six years. This is the first time I've ever heard you talk about skateboarding. Yeah, I used a skateboard. Um, I I fucked up like a nice pair of new Jordans skateboarding because that's not the shoes you wear to skateboard. No. <laughs> but I didn't know that shit. And I got it, it like bands. I didn't know, man. I was because I this kid's like, hey, come with us. We're gonna do this. I'm like, oh, I don't have my bike. He's like, use a skateboard. It's like, I don't have a skateboard. It's like you kick and you push. And I'm like, okay. Okay. And then I went Mongo for a little bit. I was like, oh, this is hard as shit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I skated for like th- two, three years. And like I ollied, I was manualing. I was like, and I would record me and my friends who would do that. And then to the point where like a friend wanted me to like kick flip over their head. And I'm, and I ended up just kick flipping the board into their face. I was like, I'm done. Oh, no. I'll, 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 I'll be a scooter for now on. So <laughs> uh, there was that. But uh, yeah, who's next? That would be me. Uh <laughs> I, I had a whole thing going on, but now I want to talk about music. I feel left out. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, it's same thing. I want to avoid my usual Jason Mraz's and all that good stuff. Exactly. Um, so uh, I'll just say a song. Uh, you Ooh. know, I'll, I'll change it. It's favorite song of all time. I take it as a good sign when it comes on somewhere. I'm like, something right is happening. Uh, no Rain by Blind Melon. Uh-huh. Is my song uh of my life <laughs> and up until a few years ago you know i i i've always said this is my favorite song since i can remember i i think i have like some memory attached to being in a park with my dad and my sister and it was playing on his boom box for those of you who don't know what a boom box is uh uh-huh. it's a portable stereo Whoa. um it's like a jbl uh bluetooth speaker except you had to have the tape in it or you had to have an antenna to get the radio the you don't know the radio is 40d batteries yeah like. <laughs> uh no but and so up until like like four years ago i brought it up in front of my i was like what's your favorite song of all time and she's like no rain blind melon and i was like holy shit uh so that must have been a really good day is what i'm trying to say um mm-hmm. and it's uh yeah, I don't know what it is about that song specifically. Obviously, it was very popular, insanely popular for for the time it was out. Um, but it just makes me feel at ease. It's like such a mental health check to hear that song. Um, and I used to put it in in like I used to edit montage videos for my family of like we had a birthday, so Corey edit the f- photos for the birthday. And I would have I would like that was like my director thing, my like uh, you know if you went on my IMDb when at the time I was editing uh, videos for my family, they were like, oh, editor trademark, no rain by blind <laughs> <laughs> uh, You know, I love that. Yeah, um, but man, Jeff, I love that song so much. 
uh yeah so that 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 would be my my music thing uh, now i feel like one of the cool kids i got in on it hey you're I cool on the music train you're cool yeah what is it you know i i want to maybe i'll derail this for a little bit i know we, we still have a little more show to go but like what is it i guess about these things we return to especially in times of like when when things are tough is it the lack of like surprise is it the lack of maybe that's a good thing in those in those kind of moments because like a lot of the times we return to these things like Tom you were saying or Josh when we're either a little more stressed or we're we're worn out and we just need something that feels comforting is it is it that you know we know the twists and turns we feel like we're part of it what do you think that is I think uh I mean for me anyway I think that there's even a nostalgia part of it I think mm-hmm. that there is a a return to a quote return to innocence or even just like a reminder of like like there are certain albums that I can listen to and I can remember what I was going through at the time and the solace that this particular album brought me in that sure, time sure um I mean using a very classic American mist- idiot uh, Green yeah, yeah 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 no uh Miraz's Mr. A to Z I know yeah. that album back to front and I remember the time in my life that I was going through when that album came out and it was always in my stereo and it's mm-hmm. and like even just uh, what I'm when I was talking about Final Fantasy 7 I remember the time of my life of you know uh playing with Josh um my other friend Josh um these these different things I can remember when I first saw the Big Lebowski just like and there is a certain artistic side of it where it's like this is art. It is legitimately good art, like good songs or good writing or whatever that you're like, it just brings me a solace of like, I know that this is going to make me laugh and I need to laugh right now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't need to try to, I don't want to try to fucking dig through the comedy genre on Netflix to try to find something. It's like, I'm going to go to that it's one thing that I know it, yeah. is going to work. Yeah, I know sure. it's just going to make me laugh or make me think. Maybe I just, maybe it is a no brainer where it's like, I just, yeah, to like just maybe it's the knowing of like, this is how I want to feel right now. And I know this will give this to me. Yeah. It's a sure thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, to add on to that, you know, very much in the same alignment with Josh, but, uh, just for me a little bit further. Yeah. Is kind of that same thing you were talking about with Dumb and Dumber, where when you re-watch or re-experience it as an older person, you might find something new. Mm. Um, I That's exactly how I felt with like uh, a Paramore album, where I was like, holy crap, Rose Colored Boy has a very different meaning than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> I listened to it once, I was like, oh, this is really cool. And now as an adult, like, oh my God, I understand it. Or... Uh, uh, there's a bunch of other things too that like you you reinterpret it and actually again my friend Ian shout out to him like he really kind of opened my eyes to the ideas like well the interesting thing about like this crazy experience called life is that you know we understand the emotions of anger sadness uh, you know worry and shame and fear but as you get older you experience them differently so when you were a kid and you know you lost your favorite toy or whatever it was, or maybe even a family passed away or like an animal pet of yours, you know, passed away as a child. It's very different than having that same feeling happen. Like when you're in your teens or when you're early adulthood or when you're later adulthood, 
and so how you process those things and how you kind of uh, prioritize because you have more experiences to kind of play them with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, bit, yeah. yeah. And, you know, one thing that we talked about for one episode we did was uh, One Cut of the Dead. And that was yeah. going to be one of my mm. options. Like, oh, I yeah. love coming back to that that movie because I like watching with other people because I like seeing how they experience it for the first time. Because for me, that's something I don't get a lot anymore. I don't get that big twist feeling anymore yeah. where it's like, oh my God, how surprising, how, how I never saw this coming. I haven't felt that way about a, a film in such a long, long time. And so if I get a chance to watch it with somebody, then I'm like, oh, I get to feel that. And like, by I think association, that is, you are like, you're like feeling that, that joy yeah. of, oh, that's what yeah. I like. Yeah. And I think that's a little bit of it. You're kind of, we're kind of chasing the dragon a little bit of like, oh, I want to kind of just chase that feeling like how it used to be. Uh, and uh, <laughs> just, sorry, sorry, that but chase the dragon like, just in association. <laughs> I was like, with whoa, this. it's like, yeah, man, we're chasing that. Uh, I say chase the dragon to anything. I say when you're working out, you're chasing the pump. When you're like, you're trying to like <laughs> make something new, and you get the first cut out, you're like, you're chasing that dopamine, dragon, bro. No matter what, you're always cha- you're always chasing some dragon, you know. They say because I was already told to not chase waterfalls, so uh, I, I chase dragons. <laughs> Thank you, TLC. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. No. Um, do we want to name name some more and then? Yeah. Or is yeah. everybody like yeah? I mean, I I I'm gonna I'm gonna break a rule, kind of, you know, because we okay. t- we talked about music, but. Now I'm going to, I'm going to bring my world together. Musical theater. Uh, okay. Uh, Cause musical theater like is something that I return to. Uh, it's a big, been thinking about this aspect of my life a lot and how much I love musical theater and mm-hmm. how much I should sing more. I, maybe this is a, this is probably a topic for my therapist, but I'm going to say it. I have some weird thing like hang up about singing right now. Oh. I'm really dealing with and uh, I I probably need to talk to to somebody about it but it's like I I've been trying to sing more because I know that there's a joy that I have with it and I have uh, a lot of training with it but musical theater for me was a and continues to this day be something that I always return to yeah. and it brings me a, a solace. I, uh, I mean, growing up, it was the Music Man, uh, the Fantastics. Um, nowadays, I find myself returning to the song "Being Alive" from Company. Um, it's just a beautiful song, and um, it's yeah, musical theater. I find myself returning to a lot more recently. And like, just, it's, it's such a beautiful form of theater, I think, because it can be humorous. It can be operatic. It can be, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. I dig Uh, that. I mean, if we, again, not to get too deep into it, maybe we want to get deep into it. Who gives a shit? Um, It's our fucking show. Um, One thing I would say is uh, there's something, you know, it's kind of like there is a weird phenomena that happens, uh, like we like to sometimes recreate good and bad things in our life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm obviously I'm going to stick with the good things is because I'm coming back to it. But uh, I come back to uh, George Lopez. Why you cry in stand up? <laughs> mm. I come back to that stand up. That was my first ever time watching stand up, 
and it was on Comedy Central. It was a late night Comedy Central special. And I remember watching that and being like, what is this? I, like, I knew what stand-up was, but I never experienced it. I never like, what? I still haven't experienced it. I still haven't like paid money to go watch someone on stage live to go do their stand-up bits or do a special, record a special. But like, watching this for the first time, I was like, holy shit. This guy or this woman, yeah. this person is on stage for 60, 70, sometimes 90 minutes joke after joke after joke. And they, you, they cut out the bad ones. So they're on there for even longer. <laughs> and you're like, holy shit. So like, George Lopez, why are you crying? Like, hit me in such a way. And I'll tell you right now, hey, I don't got the, I don't got the tape no more because I deleted that shit because I know you can buy it. But I for sure recorded that shit on my camcorder so I would bring it to school and wa- and show my friends to watch it. We, I used and we would to, watch yeah. it. We used to, uh, I used to record on a VHS, uh, Comedy Central, like late night. Uh, they'd have different comedians and uh, it, yeah, it was always like, I remember like, oh, I'm so excited. This person's on Dana Carvey or whatever. It's just like, okay, I'm going to record that special and like HBO. Oh, when Robin, they do the SNL best ofs. Yeah, that or just like, even like, I remember when Robin Williams, um, HBO special came out, his stand-up special. 2001. Yeah, like one. that one. Yeah. Like, can, like That was one I know for sure that I I was ready to record. You had, mm-hmm. to, press, you had to press play and record play at the same record. time. And then you'd hope the tape's long enough and you had to make sure that you bought the tapes that were long enough for the specials or whatever that you were recording. It was just... Yeah. You know what's crazy? Okay, what? Is that illegal? I don't think... How is that illegal? Right? Because the, the VHS... what you did. Well, the VCR had that function built in. So they knew I'm recording something that's broadcasted. No, now we live in a world. Yeah. You just can't sell it. Yeah. But now if I were to get a copy that I didn't pay for and play it somewhere, I would get in so much trouble. Is TiVo still a thing? Yeah, if you played it somewhere, yeah. But you could you could record it for yourself at home. And then bring all my friends because over. Because it was broadcasting. Yeah, that's fine. That's so weird. It's so It's... Cool. Pre-streaming, baby. Dem laws, bruh. Dem laws. <laughs> Dem laws, bruh. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, to um, judge me, you just couldn't like sell it somewhere or like, hey, we're having an event fundraiser. I'm going to play this thing I recorded off my TV. <laughs> no, I would just be like, hey, man, you guys want to watch the thing I recorded? That's what it was made for. Yeah. Yeah. That's people, what would ta- ta- people would tape the NFL games. Yeah. because They like, could oh, watch I it afterwards. Ta- and I was thinking, I was like, oh, then I'm fine. Then, then, yeah, I've recorded so much shit. Oh, you're so fine, good. Tom. You're right. Am I in You know trouble? his location. Move, move, move. <laughs> he said it. Take the Eagles sh- landed. Take the shot. Everybody knows. <laughs> Everybody knows he's put himself on blast. Pink Pinkertons. Don't send. No, sorry. Oh. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't harass my neighbors and make my wife cry. Um, Man. God loves man kills is my next one. Okay. Mm, come right. back. It, it's, it's, it's short enough that you can come back to it very quickly. Yeah. It's, it's like a go-to travel one too. Like mm-hmm. if I'm flying home on my hour-long flight or if I, you know, I, like we have a flight coming up in Colorado, I'll probably bring it on the plane with me. Uh, it's, I don't know. I think it's just so good. I, I don't get tired of, of reading it a bunch of times. I've probably read it, I don't know. Since Tom's the one who got it for me. And There's a reason I, why we've covered most of the things we've talked about in podcast episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've probably read it like 30, 40 times. Easy. It's just, it's like my reset. Uh, 
comic book. If I just like, I feel like reading a comic again, don't feel like pushing myself. You know, it's that I've read mantle a bunch of times too. I think that one's one that's, I think I, that needs to be made into something. I think it's so good. Uh, but God loves man kills is one of those comfort ones. I think they just nailed, I think Christopher Claremont just nailed the vibe of what the X-Men are about. And like at its core, at, like mm-hmm. at its foundation, what the X-Men stand for. Well, you know why? Hmm. And I hate to, to you know, th- this is going to get a little bit more analytical, but like, it's because I feel like in the weird way, like taboo, like everyone hates the word subversion because of Ryan Johnson. And I'm like, well, I don't know if you're ready for those kind of conversations, but also <laughs> a lot of people, I don't think like the word deconstruction because of Zack Snyder, but God loves man kills is kind of a deconstruction of it. Cause like you take away Xavier, you mm-hmm. take away like, you know, now Magneto's in it. So like, you're really kind of stripping down the idea of like what you think the X-Men are like, Oh, they're supposed to fight robots and like uh, other mutants and stuff like, no, they're fighting racism. They're fighting xenophobia. They're fighting like religious extremists. Like this isn't that story. And you really start seeing the true essence of why the X-Men matter. And you're like, Oh shit. You know? So yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. And it's, it's, it's cool to, it's just cool to see that on the page for me. Um, I mean, if we're if we're also jumping to, to comic, I hate to take this one from Josh, but I've reread uh, Witches multiple times. Um, um, I think Witches is actually just so cinematic. It it's obviously lends itself to be very adaptable to like the screen, but like I very much enjoy the kind of ebbs and flows of like there's a lot of work, a lot of text on the page to there's no text on page, and I think. Something like that really kind of like, again, like I think most people who like would kind of shy away from comic, like, I don't know where to start, you know, and they're like, I want to do the X-Men, but I don't know what's a good story. It's like, God Loves Man Kills is a really good version of it because you kind of know the main strokes. Here's this whole story. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's very much like, these are the kind of stories you can get from comic books and like, they're not like deep lord and like huge franchise. It's like, this is just, a, here's a story. Take it out. Check it out. It's really good. Well, I mean, that's kind of a, uh, when I, I think it's Scott Snyder specifically. Mm. Uh, cause I'm looking at my comic book library on comiXology American vampire. uh, and you know, American vampire, like I fucking devoured it. I read it by, it wasn't like an accident. It was like a comiXology recommended and I, and it was free and I was like, oh, I'm going to try it out. Gotcha. and i just i just devoured it and i just got like and then i was like this scott snyder character and i started reading all of his stuff and i'm i just i think i i i might be willing to say that i am a scott snyder simp uh (laughs) there's also i mean i also realized that i'm a uh, robert kirkman uh, fan mm. like anything i mean invincible the walking dead like man i i he did something else but i don't oh it's a it's a more recent one um outcast yeah outcast. oh yeah um that's a really interesting one too um no yeah is that oh no I, yeah that and oblivion song is a more recent one outcast kind of i think that ended anyway yeah, uh, those those two comic book like writers, um, I I find myself like, oh, 
If I see that they're like, even like returning to a hundredth time, I think that counts. Cause it's like, if I'm going to see, if I see something that, Oh, that person made, I'm probably mm-hmm. going to go. Cause I'm, I know that I'm probably going to appreciate their story. That's a whole telling. other podcast too. Yeah, I know. See, nah, we, well, I'm saying we could do it too. <laughs> yeah, we could do it easy. We could do it, and we could do it like this. Names rider. that get butts and seats. Yeah. yeah, this writer, this actor, if I this see actress, that name, this director. Get my money. Yeah. yeah. What's getting my money? That's who's uh, who's getting my money. Whomst? Whomst? Whomst uh, gets my money? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Def- def- uh, definitely. I feel complete. I feel, yeah, no, I, I feel complete. I think we're, I would feel complete if I hear from the audience what things that they right. always come back to, what, yeah, what things right. that they've done to oblivion. I mean, I, I, for some reason, when I thought about this, I'm like, man, how many times, Corey, tell me how many times your wife has come back to Gilmore Girls <laughs> and friends <laughs> and friends. So, like, yeah. I want to hear your guys's, you know, I can kind of think of other people's, but I want to hear our audience, our listeners, if they're new and vampire old. diaries, Tom. I mean, and, and here's the here's the thing. If you're new to Nerd On, here's the thing. If you're new to Nerd On, we have hundreds of episodes. In fact, we are now in the two hundreds of episodes of just Nerd On the podcast. Nerd On the update has over two hundred episodes. We've got the Capeless Crusaders. But if you look at uh, the library that is Nerd On the podcast, and you look at all of our episodes most likely you're going to hear all of our favorites because uh, mm-hmm. there are things that we didn't mention to that we've gone into detailed conversations about like and i detailed. just didn't want to d- detailed uh that i just didn't want to rehash like Corey said it's like i i think did uh, like whole conversations uh, about certain things that will always be my favorite things um but another way to continue the conversation and tell us your things that you just always return to is go check out our discord nerdon.tv backslash discord there are channels in there for movies tvs comic books for this show specifically and you can join the nerd on nation nerdon.tv backslash patreon and get secret channels for just you and if like let's say you want to talk about something that you don't want the whole the whole discord community to talk about you can go right to the nerd on nation channels um i mean that's all the pluggy plugs that's all the the, the business. Uh, I feel plugged. I feel plugged. <laughs> you might want to take medication for that. Or Metamucil. Metamucil. That's great. <laughs> Never. Metamucil is great. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you all. Take care of yourselves. Drink water. You know the drill. As always, nerd on. Nerd, nerd on. on. Ending broadcast.